Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are, uh, End Times Friday, and it's the end of the year of 2022 when this airs. Um, This will be uh, December 30, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, right before the start of the 2023, which is going to be, I think, a really interesting year (laughs) coming up. I agree. Uh, (laughs) Lots lots of great stuff coming up, too, but some very interesting things going on, right? (laughs) Lots happening. And uh, so, again, we wish everybody a happy new year. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've thought about that a little bit because um, we everybody says it, you know, happy new year. Right. <laughs> uh, and so my question kind of goes backwards. Mm-hmm. And that is, well, did you have a happy year? Right. Uh, when I ask the average believer, the answer is not really. Mm. Um, because, 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 you know, tribulation, difficulty, trouble, work, family, conflict, church, mm. uh, they, they kind of catalog kind of the difficult stuff that right. they didn't seem to have much resolution to. Um, and on the other side of it, uh, which is what you and I know, because uh, we have 24 leaders doing this. Uh, we universally ask them, mm-hmm. well, did you have a happy last year? The answer is yes. Now, right. they discuss, because we, we do this all the time, we, we, get on, we get on phone calls monthly and share, and, and we all discuss. Uh, we've had trouble, mm-hmm. and there's things that are not resolved, and there's things that are hard, there's things that are difficult. So happiness isn't the absence of trouble in the life because if that's our definition then then we'll never be happy Mm -hmm. okay now there's a real simple reason jesus said in the world you're going to have what trouble trouble because it's under the control of the enemy uh kill steal and destroy you're part of it and i can't i'm not removing you from that Mm -hmm. so you're going to have trouble um but he says my paths uh, and this is in, uh, by the way, uh, all over Scripture, but particularly in uh, Proverbs 8. Uh, he says, my paths are all, and the mm-hmm. word there is kind of important, pleasant and peace, shalom, favor, mm-hmm. grace, uh, that uh, I'm going to deliver to you the covenant in the middle of that trouble, and therefore right. you can have happiness uh, and it won't be a phony happiness uh, because a lot of believers think, well, I guess I'm supposed to put up with the trouble mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to act happy even though underneath it all, I'm scared, I'm fearful, and I don't see resolution. 
Mm-hmm. Well, your see your heart, and this is interesting about the soul and about the spirit. Um, it's it's what I call it's always true, and it is as it as mm-hmm. it stands. So that you can you can fake it, right? Or you can stuff it, but underneath it all, it it either is joyful, mm-hmm. or you're oppressed. Right. And you can act joyful, or you can say it's okay. But underneath it all, you're not. And so happiness is the state of this great, wonderful place of trust that, yeah, in the middle of my trouble, I know something. Mm-hmm. I'm with God. He loves me. He's going to strengthen me and give me joy now. By the way, the kingdom of God is what? Righteousness, peace, and joy, peace and joy. in the Holy Spirit. And the word, the key word is, is. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be kind of maybe, perhaps, it is. So, right so if you're walking with God, you're in that place yeah. all by itself. I often, Go for ahead. my own um, my own thinking on this, uh, one of the things that I look at, I tend to differentiate happiness and joy. And I, I align happiness with more of the emotion and joy with what God has promised, which is in the soul, you know, the, then the deepest parts and that joy in the midst of, we are told we have joy in the presence of God, period. Right. So right in the middle of the most difficult things, we can be joyful yeah. um, because of who we have and who we're walking with and our trust with him. And as he leads and his paths, you know, his paths are all these wonderful things as yeah. we go in midst, even in the midst of trouble. Um, and I, like I said, I kind of dump happiness um, as like that indicator i think maybe just because of the way the world views it i throw it into that's the emotion that's the way that you think you feel you know or maybe how you express it you throw on the smile but the deep sense is the joy and it's kind of two different things in my and in the way i look at it yeah and it it translates because uh, we have to we have to also be careful that we don't then diminish uh the emotion mm, um well that's a good point uh, yeah, I'm in trouble. I'm I'm fearful, but um, maybe someday, you know. No, and and uh, and, and it kind of goes like this. So uh, talking to somebody, and it's really simple. Are you unhappy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why? Well, because this is happening. Okay. Right. Now, is that legitimate? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, are they unhappy? And knowing what you feel is important. Are they unhappy at the moment? Yes. Uh, why? Well, something just happened. Mm-hmm. And you're not what I call happy about it because right. it's, well, this is difficult or this is a surprise or this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's, it's a little bit mechanical with anybody that's in business or anybody that's, that's you know, experiencing anything in life is uh, there's things that irritate and frustrate you all the time. Right. Uh, and you can't get around them. So are you unhappy about that? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so what I do is I say, um, now here's my question to you. Given that that happened to you, what's your perspective on it? Mm-hmm. And if they either say, uh, well, I, I don't think this is going to work out and this is going to be a, more of a problem, or right. uh, which is what we say to our leaders, and they respond with, what's your perspective on it? It's, well, I have the problem. Mm-hmm. But I know God, right? And, and God's going to direct gonna, access. To God's going to deliver to me <laughs> the the covenant solution, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to trust him and walk with him and abide with him. And I can turn my momentary unhappiness, which is legitimate, mm-hmm. right, back into happiness before it happens. Mm. Uh, because why? Well, because I'm walking with the one that is going to deliver it. And I can be free and happy at the moment knowing that while he's resolving my issue. And, and so... Uh, and by the way, you said that the constant underneath that is joy, right? Uh, because that that joy is in his that's presence. greater than the emotion, because mm-hmm. it's a spiritual element of the the relationship. That in in regardless of what happens today, I can always live in joy because I'm in the kingdom, which mm-hmm. is joy. Yes, um, and it's the essence. So it does. It's a little bit different than the emotion, but. It's not to put up with the a negative emotion and say, well, I guess mm-hmm. that's it. No. Okay. I understand. Yep. Yeah, sure. You're going to be unhappy. You should be unhappy. Right. Uh, the question is, what are you going to do with that? You know, and, and mm-hmm. go to God. So as we, uh, you know, develop this uh, thought about uh, Happy New Year, just, uh, <laughs> you're going to wish that to, to you and, your, and everybody else. The question is, you can have a Happy New Year. But the key is you got to follow God, mm-hmm. and you got to walk with God. So don't set it up with my 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 system for Happy New Year is that nothing bad ever happens to me. Mm. Well, then you're going to be disappointed. As right. opposed to well, given that it is going to happen to you, why don't you go? Let's learn to go to God together and maintain a Happy New Year. So we look backwards, and it doesn't even matter what happened. We look backwards and say, "Wow, God." did amazing, marvelous things. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, for us, Linda and I, you know, would we look at and say, well, 2022, our daughter passed, you know, does that make us happy? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, it's um, a very painful place. Was that a hard year? Yeah, that was a mm-hmm. hard year. That was something that we didn't expect. We would we would never have understood that. Um, we went through it all, uh, still go through it all. Mm-hmm. But was it a happy year? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Even through that, God gave us insight, wisdom, revelation, love, strength, uh, right. camaraderie, community, all these things that he provided us so that we can look back and say, um, would we have chosen that? No. Was it hard? Yes. Did that cause unhappiness? Yes. But was it a happy year? Yes. Mm. You, see, you see the difference? Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's really it's really beautiful. So we just we wish everybody and uh, pray that you'll have a happy year and that you can absolutely just you know keep seeking God. So as we're uh, processing the the end times here, uh, last time we talked about uh, the cryptocurrency and uh, the question that you brought up about um, when all these things start to happen, uh, is it going to be a, a place where it doesn't matter? Mm-hmm. Because we're raptured, you know, and we said that matters because we can't be assured of that. As a matter of fact, scripture right. implies that we're actually here and being persecuted right. if we're part of the remnant. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, one thing that uh, is happening uh, around the world, and uh, my wife is uh, German, Linda. Her family's from Bavaria, Germany still. Um, we talked to them, and uh, the fuel scenario is bad mm-hmm. uh, right i mean they're really and entering a potentially scary winter they're really scared uh 
mm-hmm. of uh, the impact of it uh, because of the cost of it, the availability of it, and uh, and they don't have, you know, they wouldn't have great savings or they don't have great discretionary income mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do things. So uh, they have to plan out, you know, their, their spending and they're afraid, they're afraid. Right. Uh, and there's supply issues there. So uh, the one thing about the Germans uh, is that they're, they're very uh, resilient and they're very frugal. frugal. Mm-hmm. So um, they're already preparing that mostly they're not even going to turn their heat on. Wow. Uh, they're just going to live with, without it. Now, the houses, by mm-hmm. the way, are built really, really well because mm-hmm. uh, they're used with blocks and concrete. And uh, so they're pretty well insulated. So they, even if it's really cold out, their house won't get below, you know, 45, 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, so they won't, they shouldn't freeze. Now, because of the system over there, the landlords are the rich people. Mm-hmm. The average person can't afford a house, so right. they rent. So really, the key for the landlord is I got to keep the pipes from freezing. So mm-hmm. he'll he'll turn on heat enough that it won't go below 40, 50 degrees, regardless of how cold it is outside, so that the pipes don't freeze. But inside, that's going to be on the home on the renter. Right. And uh, interesting. And so. They will, and they're already talking about, you know, how are you going to handle that? <laughs> and they just said, well, we'll just buy more blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just we'll just keep our coats on, you know, in our house, you know. And they just will think differently to resolve it. Uh, now, there's going to be disadvantage and probably people that might even die from it. And, right. Uh, and, and the whole thing about it is it's setting up, again, the the deep difficulty on a national scale all over Europe, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, of not having fuel to do something simple like heat their house. Right. Um, and their their life is going to be tough. So think about, uh, as we think about the tribulation, um, you're having trouble living normally just physically. Mm-hmm. I don't have comfortableness in my house. Um, I'm I'm cold. It's it's difficult. It's going to be hard to do functions, and then add to it if there's a deep economic crisis where I can't get much income now, and right. I can't buy the things that I normally buy, and everything goes into what I call a deep hole. Right. That, and the food shortages. And the food shortages. And and my life is just miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when along comes, even as Germans, because Germans are very nationalistic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if a, somebody comes along and says, we're going to one world government and we're going to give you heat back mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to have you have economic gain, what would be the typical response? Well, let's do it. Sure. Yeah. Sure, because... At that point, the things that you thought were important, like sovereignty, national mm-hmm. sovereignty, being a German, moves to the back, the back of the of the line. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it doesn't matter whether I'm German or not. <laughs> I need I need to have heat. I need to enjoy life. I need to, you know. And there's a drive, you know, back to normalcy. And the one thing that I try to help people with is that we've seen it. 
happen and, and when the tribulation come, it's going to happen in the other direction. So COVID, mm-hmm. what happened? Everybody didn't go to office, had to stay home, couldn't go to restaurants. Uh, it became abnormal wearing masks. And um, you can do that for a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but it became irritating. Right. Now, yeah, it's good that I'm not getting COVID. That's good. But the way I'm not getting COVID as I'm really miserable and I want to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, you know, ultimately, you know, the, everything opened up and because and, and, I was just on an airplane. And uh, I, I can remember not too long ago, less than a year ago, uh, if I got on an airplane, everybody had to wear a mask. Right. Um, and it was it, on an airplane when you're uh, with a mask, it's... It's like it's, it's old quick, it's, right? It's really unpleasant. Um, yes. And uh, But now nobody has to, so we're, we're back to normal. Okay. Um, when the crisis comes, uh, we're going to go from normal to abnormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the uh, it's going to be a natural, instead of a forced go do this and become miserable, it's because of the economic system you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be abnormal. And then when the one world government comes, they actually go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you say, oh, thank goodness we can yeah. get back to normal. It's interesting. As you talk about this, I'm reminded um, of a comparison I heard just the other day. Um, and it reminds me even the number of times that, that we're told in the Bible not to grow weary, you know, and, and weariness that, you know, when we're carrying these things on our own, we do grow weary rather than relying on God to lead us and direct us and carry the yoke and all of this. Um, but anyway, I heard this comparison that was talking about how the enemy does things and we so often think of the enemy as just doing these little one-offs. Yeah. <laughs> and and really what's going on is he's in it for the long game. Yeah. He's a chess player and he doesn't go in and try to take you out in one to two moves. He's in the long game. It's a move here, a move here, a move here, a move here. And then before you know it, he's got you. And I, this is kind of what I picture as you're describing these things that in my mind play on weariness, you know, the long game of what's coming. You know, when we start to see, okay, so sickness is taking care of this. And then, you know, you've got these things now with heat and wearing down and then economic things and then food shortages. And, you know, and truly three of the big things, even when you go back to seeing how Jesus was tempted, he was tempted with um, power, provision, and, oh, there's another P in that. I can't think of what it was. But uh, anyway, we are always those are the same things that we struggle with power provision protection when those things are threatened those were the very things he was actually tempted with back after the 40 days of the fasting and everything that's good and it's interesting to think about those are the very things that weary us as well yeah yeah and go to power uh, provision and protection go to uh we'll go to two verses here but um uh go over to uh, ephesians Mm-hmm. chapter 6, and just read verses 10 to 13. Sure. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. That's good. Stand, okay. That's good. So, um, uh, he said you're wrestling against uh, powers, principalities, not flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got a stand against the word there that you read is called wiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and the Greek word there is strategies. Yeah. And Which is w- the long game, the chess is the, game. Is the long <laughs> game is really he's playing chess mm-hmm. and I'm playing strategic moves to try to get you cornered, basically. Remember mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in chess, you get the king cornered and he can't move anymore. Now you right. got him. Now you got him. And so that's that's, yep. that's what he's trying to do is get you cornered uh, and and play this long game of uh, moving things. Uh, and and he operates. And this is why I call you. You're you're dealing against uh, principalities and powers. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, remember Satan isn't God. Right. He's not omniscient. He's not omnipresent. He's not uh, omnipotent. He's a created being, mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of created being helpers. Right. Uh, and the way they're organized is think of a corporation, a national corporation. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's take uh, Microsoft, for example. Uh, is there a president of Microsoft? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is there a uh, general manager of Microsoft Europe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is there a manager of Germany? Yes, reporting to the manager of Europe. Right. Is there a manager of Frankfurt? Yes, reporting to the manager of Germany who reports to the to the Mm -hmm. uh, Europe who reports to the president. Uh, And that's all over the place so that they're organized uh, structurally Mm -hmm. with areas of responsibility. Right. Ultimately, down at the level of, uh, you know, and the analogy I'm using of, of Microsoft is that if they have a store there in, in Germany, in Frankfurt, well, somebody walks in and there's people, employees work in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ultimately, you know, report back up. Well, um, the strategy is going to be geared toward us individually. And the strategy is really kind of simple. Um, as a believer, uh, and looking at it from God's perspective, he says, uh, and this is in Romans, you're ch- you have a choice to make as a believer. Mm-hmm. What's the daily choice you have to make? To surrender or not. <laughs> to deny self, mm-hmm. stand on what I've done, and follow me. Uh, and if you do, you'll be living the life of the spiritual promises of the covenant and the blessing mm-hmm. and being led by the Holy Spirit. And in the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy, I can deliver to you the overcoming of anything that the enemy, enemy right. has. Uh, okay. Uh, if you're in the flesh, he says you put to death that power. Mm-hmm. You're at enmity against me. And you cannot please me. And you now have disqualified yourself from being able to receive my favor, my peace, my shalom, my covenant, mm. 
the superabundant life because it's only delivered in the kingdom. Right. And if you walk away, you've disqualified yourself from it. And that's why I keep saying, well, why don't you repent and come on back? How about now? I can fix it, even the mistakes you just made. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as you look at that, what's then the purpose of Satan? What's his strategy? Well, he's just going to continue to pull us away okay. little by large. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, his goal Try is... Try to get us out of the kingdom. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you walk out mm-hmm. and operate on your own where I, Satan, has power over you and I can right. keep maneuvering you to a place mm-hmm. where um, you actually um, think that you can't get back and you're, mm. and you're stuck. Uh, okay, go to James chapter 1 uh, and just read verses uh, 12 to 16. James chapter 1, 12 to 16. And sure. this, is, this is what he talks about, what, what we talks about about the enemy. Okay. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, he says, don't ever say that God set stuff up Mm. for you to be tempted to to walk away. Mm -hmm. He said, none of that comes from God. Right. Uh, God's invitation is always what? Come and be with me. Right. And stay with me where I have power. And let me deliver the covenant. And <laughs> I, I have, and this is why Ephesians 6 is, if you stand mm-hmm. in the kingdom with the spiritual weapons, the enemy success is, is n- none about his schemes. He can't mm-hmm. succeed because I've already won. Right. Okay. Uh, In fact, resist the devil and he will flee from you. (laughs) Yeah. So he says here, well, first of all, it's not God. And then secondly, how does Satan do it? He appeals to what? Your desires. Your self-decision. Why don't you Mm -hmm. uh, go do this? And isn't this a good idea? And Mm -hmm. he's got to have you exit the Mm -hmm. presence of God in the kingdom, which then because you are tempted and you fall for it, it go. It says it goes to sin. Mm-hmm. So it's not the struggle. It's the it's the walking away part because right. sin is just not being with God. Right. What being in the self. So it's not even what you do. And of course, a lot of people we categorize them. Well, if right. you're in, you're into pornography, you're you're worse than somebody who speeds and gets a ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, God says, in both cases, you walked away. Right. And that's sin. And both sins, by the way, nailed me to the cross. Right. That's it. <laughs> so um, the the schemes, like you said there, is uh, I'm playing a long game. Mm-hmm. And I'm observing you as to when you tend to exit. Mm-hmm. And what I do, as Satan speaking in his, in his uh, minions, is I'm going to try to cause those things to trigger you to exit. Right. Uh, now... Um, not only is he working about you individually, he's working globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this. And there's he, a long game going on there. <laughs> we wanna, we're going to talk about this next time. Uh, 
of the long game. And I love I love your terminology here because I think it's I think it's a good way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to look at it further. Of well, while you're struggling, mm-hmm. Satan's working a whole nother level mm-hmm. on a global long game basis, right? To affect economics, mm-hmm. to affect culture, to affect your ability to enjoy life, right? Uh, which, by the way, contributes to your anger. Right. Contributes to your frustration. Right. Contributes to the weariness and the to resignation your tiredness as and well. your weariness. Yeah. And interesting enough, what you tend to talk about to each other. Yes. That reinforces how awful things are. Mm-hmm. Um, which then discourages you and thinks, well, there's no hope because how come? And this is the big question we're going to talk about. Well, how come God doesn't take care of the long game? Mm-hmm. Just wait a minute. Uh he can handle the economy, so why doesn't he fix it? Or he can handle culture, why doesn't he fix it? Well, mm-hmm. there's schemes that are appealing to the self-centeredness of people getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, as we talk about the end, think about, does that have to happen? See, the answer is yes. Yes. Now, it has to happen, it's gonna happen, and by the way, there's a great, wonderful thing that happens as a result. Christ returns and we start the mm-hmm. millennium. But and it's it, worth enduring. <laughs> but in other words, um, if God says, well, this is the time, mm-hmm. our prayer is to stop it, stop it, stop it. God says, no, I'm not stopping it. It's actually necessary mm-hmm. to get to that place, which I think is why he gave to John, by the way, and said, here, write what's going to happen. Why? It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk more about this next time, but I, right. I love I love your introduction of of uh, this idea of the 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 Satan's long game, and that's when we talk about preparation. Mm-hmm. Is that's one of the elements we have to start to understand is what's my place in that long game mm-hmm. because most of it I can't even control or have influence over at all, right. and it's going to happen. So given that it's going to happen, how do I prepare for then what's going to happen? So it's going to, it's going to be exactly. an interesting discussion. So it's, it's, really, it's really fun to do, to do this. So uh, if you have questions, by the way, send it to AFJ, uh, questions at afjministry.com. Put it on the YouTube. And we'd love to hear any of your thoughts about this and, uh, and pro- help process it with you as we try to get deeper into the current events and then what impact that's going to have as we, as we get to preparation, which we'll get to. So. Thank you for bringing that up, Kathy. Well, thank you so much. Super interesting conversation. And we are just wishing all of you a happy new year. And knowing that God has abundant blessings ahead and has covenant for each and every one of his believers who want to step in and walk with him in his kingdom. Amen. So enjoy what he has ahead (laughs) and anticipate it. And no no matter what happens next year, God says, I can deliver to you a happy new year. Yes. So we, we pray that it, right in the middle of it all. <laughs> you'll receive it all. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Right. Take care and happy new year. All right. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.